Welcome to Merit Stabling Path. Hey Nash, how's it going, man? I'm very good, buddy. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. So the, yeah, like this is, I think, like my second podcast that I'm going to be doing, like with someone who I've not really met in person, and like you know, just over the internet, and mainly through crypto or mm-hmm. NFTs, actually. So this mm-hmm. is like exciting one for me again. Oh, same here. Yeah. Absolutely, I haven't met you either. We just met through one of the Twitter Spaces. Yes. Uh, it's definitely exciting um, to be to be in a podcast uh, and to talk. Uh, whatever little i know to share my knowledge i'm i'm really up for it nice yeah i mean twitter spaces is like another good space like yeah i've been like recently jumping in mainly due to you and like some of the other people like you keep sending me invites and all yeah i get a That's bit true. yeah i get a bit nervous still in that spaces i don't know why like i was telling uh, i can't uh, malvika that the other day as well like yeah. i was, I was mm-hmm. like trying to convince her to come to a podcast and she's like she's nervous to do the podcast but she like she's pretty confident in the spaces like you know but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true as uh, yeah, twitter spaces uh, do does let, does get uh, a little intimidating sometimes and you you have to get used to that format mm-hmm. um, and once you form a community it's much easier to go and converse uh, right. with people uh, I'm I'm a little bit of an introvert myself, but then once I formed a community, and then once I knew people, that it was it was much easier for me. Yeah, I think the first time I actually spoke to you was through the spaces, but then it was just four of us in a space, and I That's remember. True. Yeah, and I I think you guys were speaking in Telugu. If I if is that correct? I'm not sure. Maybe Telugu. Maybe. No, no. I I have I so I live in Australia, but I do have an Indian background. Yes. Uh, I have an Indian heritage, so I'm I'm originally from the south of India. So from a state called Tamil Nadu, and I speak Tamil. Oh, uh, you're Tamari. speaking Tamil. We were speaking Tamil, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, the, okay. the right pronunciation for that is Tamil. Yeah. Oh no, no, I, I come from an Indian background as well. Like so. My, oh, is that right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So my family is from. Uh, my dad's family is from Goa. Mom's family is from Bombay. I lived twenty years in like I lived most of my life in Bombay. I I live in Melbourne now currently, but yeah, most of my life I've lived That's in awesome. Bombay. Yeah. How long you So been I, li- I yeah I live in Bulangong I live in Bulangong so I've been here for about uh, 8 years now before that I was in Darwin for some time Okay um yeah it's a lot of fun Yeah and you've been in Australia long now like how oh. Yeah yeah 10 plus years yes that's true Okay yeah nice mm-hmm. And and like at the moment like you're into doing NFTs full time or you ha- like have something going on outside like a full time job or? I do have a full time job in this okay. uh, in, in this side but I, I somehow uh, want to get out of it and uh, get into art and NFT yep. and that is one of the reasons I want to get into art that is the most important thing and uh, the realm of NFT is so liberating so I'm hoping that uh, at the very least by end of next year I can quit my job and get into full time uh, NFTs because obviously you have to support your family, right. uh, you have to pay your bills and so on and so forth. Uh, yeah, but but I must say people have been super kind to me till now and uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really liking what I'm seeing. And it's it's not like I'm selling out crazily, but I'm definitely forming a, a 
a close list close knit niche of people who are willing to support and i'm supporting others as well so i'm also supporting the community as well so so it is sort of artists for artists kind of a scene right here so i like that right 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 i remember hearing something on those ends like i mean something on those lines like in one of the spaces from you itself but yeah That's before true. we get into that i just like mm-hmm. yeah because yeah, the last time I, as I, i think before we started recording i was telling you as well like uh there's some people in the audience that like in my audience especially like they're just general public and they don't know what nfts are and like mm-hmm. uh, they don't even like not even into crypto so like Can like, from your side like can you like briefly explain NFTs like to someone like oh, like to a, in layman terms yeah absolutely absolutely 100% so let so because i've been in this uh, uh, in the NFT space since uh, february and i have learned exactly like how people have learned i, I had no idea what nft was uh, let me start from the very beginning uh, so the word nft stands stands for non fungible token Uh, it may sound like a very you know a big name a big word the fungible word may sound very big for people but uh, let's break it down to very simple things so the currency that you hold in your hand like say a rupee or a dollar uh, that is being printed every day so it is not unique so there are, there are so many 1 rupee notes there's so many 5 rupee notes 100 rupees 1000 rupees 2000 rupees so on and so forth same for you know 10 dollars 50 dollars 100 dollars bills so there are so many being printed every day so those are actually tokens also because you can use that to buy things so they are tokens but they are fungible tokens because there is more of them available very freely they keep printing more notes every day or more they keep minting more coins every day whereas a non fungible token is something which is unique for instance if you had a grandfather's clock and that was the last clock made by that clockmaker and there is no more of it available anywhere in the world or or maybe there is only four or five of that available anywhere in the world that becomes a non fungible token it is very rare it doesn't have uh, it is not commonly available for instance so for for instance if if uh, davinci came to you came to your house he brought the mona lisa with him mm-hmm. and he gave it to you and then he also gave you a certificate saying that Dude, I drew, I drew this. This is the actual Mona Lisa, yep. and I'm signing this document and giving it to you, saying that this is the true Mona Lisa, and he gives it to you. So that is those those are all the words that we use inside the NFT space as well. So that that is that that makes that Mona Lisa a non fungible token, meaning there is no other copy of it. It uh, it it is unique. So many people find unique things in the world to sell. and uh, and art is not the only non fungible token there are so many people who put other things for instance uh, uh, basketball players and cricket players put out the bat or the shoes that they wore or the shorts that they wore for playing games as a non fungible token saying that i wore this when i won the world cup for instance for let's say for instance uh, when india won the world cup and because i can speak from from that when when uh, mahendra singh dhoni lifted the cup the glove that he was wearing was the was the glove that held the world cup so dhoni can now put his right hand glove as a non fungible token and as a, his left hand glove as a non fungible token and there will be collectors outside who would love to buy 
and hold that as a collectible item because that is the actual glove which held the World Cup and that makes it absolutely unique. But the brand maybe was made by, let's say, uh, I'm just thinking on top of my head, uh, uh, maybe, uh, let's, let's say Nike. Nike made that glove. Nike makes 1,000 gloves or 100,000 gloves or 200,000 of the same gloves. Yep. Although the gloves are, are, are fungible because there are so many of them, but that was worn by Dhoni, Mahindra Singh Dhoni, and that cup was lifted by those two gloves. That makes it a non-fungible token because there is no other Nike gloves which held the World Cup. So that makes that non-fungible. You know, you understand what I mean? Perfect, Nash. Yeah, this is perfect. Yeah, that's a really good explanation. I yeah. actually, yeah, I mean, just because like people like are consuming information from so many different angles. Yeah, absolutely. I actually had made an entire blog post about NFTs as well, where mm-hmm. I broke broke down, like giving an example of Mona Lisa and gold. Like, yes. Yeah. So you could say like uh, 10 grams of pure 24 karat gold is fungible because, yeah. It, yeah, it's I mean, it's commonly found. Commonly and, found, exactly. Right, but the actual Mona Lisa is just one. Or the printed, and like people say like art and NFTs, like what's the point? Like it's just a JPEG. You can, I, I can screenshot it and I have a copy of it. Okay, now I have an explanation for that as yeah, well. As, yeah, okay, you go first. Okay, so so uh, I had this uh, uh, guy who texted me on Instagram saying that I, I have downloaded all your pictures <laughs> and I own your pictures now. And then I told him, that is true, you own a copy of my pictures, but this copy has been set in stone inside the blockchain, identifying me as the creator of that. Till the end of the world, till internet exists in this world, I will be always identified as the creator of that particular art piece because that is set in blockchain. And the blockchain is a technology which cannot be, which cannot be fooled. You cannot, you cannot cheat the blockchain because there, there are... Okay, I, won't, I don't want to get into the technical ways, but, but, but be assured that you can't cheat the blockchain uh, because there are multiple layers of verification. And if anybody tries to cheat one of the verifying blocks in the blockchain, so what it means is, so uh, a blockchain is a uh, series of codes which are in multiple computers all over the world and it keeps verifying each other at, at set time intervals, which is usually measured in microseconds. So let's say I hold a blockchain and uh, I drew a picture and I, and I put that picture on the blockchain. So it is verified on the blockchain. I don't want to use the other words. I'll use the other words later. Mm-hmm. So my picture is now verified on the blockchain. And let's say you have a copy of the blockchain and you want to tamper with that blockchain copy. Uh, the blockchain keeps verifying it at, within microseconds. It let once know that your uh, blockchain copy does not match the rest of the blockchain copies in, in thousands and millions of computers in the rest of the world, it let once know that you have tampered with that copy and it let at once block you and take you out of the blockchain. It will remove you out or quarantine you out of the blockchain network because your particular block does not match with the rest of the blocks in all over the world. So every, every time something happens in the blockchain, so let's say I put my artwork on the blockchain, you can do a lot of other things in the blockchain, but let's talk about only NFTs and art. Let's say I put my art piece in the blockchain, a, a, a ghost copy of that block code will go into all of the blockchain holders in thousands of uh, computers all over the world. And even if one person is trying to cheat it, 
the blockchain will know and it will remove them away from that blockchain itself. So it is so safe. You cannot cheat a blockchain. Yes. So that is why that is why these these NFTs are 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 really secure. You can't uh, really you know uh, do whatever you want inside that and uh, get away with it. Yeah, like coming back to like the, I mean, just like going back to the Mona Lisa, there's like, you can say there's only one Mona Lisa, but there can be thousands of print copies and, you know, like an nearly replicating the actual thing. But yeah, there's only one true one. So which was made by the creator. So like in the same way, like there's only one true art form that would have been put up by Nash onto the blockchain onto an and in as an NFT. And yeah, probably someone else can replicate that. But yeah, the original one is all obviously created by you or whoever the creator is. Yeah. yeah, and and they can have thousands of copies. They can take it out and print it. They can do anything they want. Yeah, but those are all be copies and only copies. Same like only one Mona Lisa, which has a certificate of authenticity signed by the creator himself. These are all signed by the creator on the blockchain, which cannot be cheated. So whatever happens, they cannot uh, take my right from me. So some people have a you know, misconception saying that, oh, NFTs are JPEGs, they want to sell it and make money. Not at all. So many people put their artwork as NFTs and don't sell it at all. They only want to put it in the, art, uh, their, in, in the blockchain so that it verifies them as a creator and they'll be verified as a creator for all times. So to protect themselves against plagiarism, that's when the, uh, that's when the artwork is put on the blockchain. And I'm, I must give you one more quick example. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, the entire vaccination schedule uh, in the Indian subcontinent is on the blockchain. So it cannot be cheated. So all of the people who had COVID vaccination now, all of their COVID data is on the blockchain. It has been verified on the blockchain. Okay. I'm, I'm absolutely certain that that is the case. And because blockchain cannot be cheated, it's not some. Com- it's not one computer, it's not one centralized server. It is in everybody, it's in all over the world and it is not uh, held by a government or a company or an individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it becomes the true, true, truly democratic uh, in the way the blockchain is spread around the world. Right. Yeah. True. Uh, and let's. Uh, how did you get into NFTs, or was it like you got into NFTs first, or was it you got into crypto first, and like how? Yeah. How did that come out to be? Okay. Uh, first things first. I mean, I I did get into NFT first. Okay. Uh, in February, actually, in in in, in early Jan. Um, I mean, I, I like Elon Musk and he was talking about Dogecoin. I had no idea what crypto was. And uh, I was looking at Dogecoin and stuff like that. I did buy a little bit of Dogecoin back then mm-hmm. when it was 0.09 uh, US dollars. Uh, I didn't buy too much, but a little bit just to... Uh, uh, Play around to, with it. Yeah, just to yeah, tip my toes into the yep. waters, just to find out what it is all about. And in February, in the first half of February or something, I read an article in one of the Australian magazines which talked about a guy called Beeple, B-E-E-P-L-E, Beeple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, I was more fascinated because the guy who bought that art piece was a South Indian. Right. His name is Meta Cohen, but he lives in Singapore, but he's a South Indian. Right. He went from, from Tamil Nadu, and I am from Tamil Nadu. I'm like, wow, this guy went to Singapore, settled there. He invested in crypto, made a lot of money, and he bought Beeple's uh, collage or art collage mm-hmm. for $69 million. US dollars, six, nine million US dollars. I was like, what? People buy JPEGs for six to nine million? You must be joking. I had no idea that something like this existed. And that is when I was introduced to this to this term, NFT art for sale. So people just use the word NFT, 
The word NFT is what we explained before, right. but but what we are trying to do is selling our artwork as an NFT and making money out of it. And the beauty is people are there who value art. And for for artists like me, it is so liberating because we don't have to go to a gallery and you know pay commission to the gallery and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Here, the, the 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 royalties are really good. And the beauty of that is till the end of time, how many ever times your, your artwork is sold, you get a royalty for it. You can set your royalty in the beginning of, of, of putting that art piece for sale. And let's say it, it gets sold 10 times, 20 times, 30 times, 40 times. All of those 40 times, you'll get a 5% uh, of the value of the sale every time you, it gets sold. I know of a story where a guy who sold his first piece for 300 and something dollars, three something or 300 and 400 dollars or something. Mm-hmm. And the guy who bought his piece was some kind of a super star of some description. And within a week of buying this guy's art piece, he, he asked art piece, he resold it for four million US dollars, and ten percent of the four million went back to the artist, and he settled for life. So these things are, you know, unbelievable stories. I know, I know, no, I know it is not like everybody going to make that kind of money, but what if you can? What if that word "what if" is always the the driving force of the of the NFT community? Because the converse is worse. Going to a gallery and finding the gallery to displace your display your work. It's very difficult. The, the the fee of entry is very high and that is why NFTs are so liberating. Uh, other than like, yeah, good, good point with the gallery, but other than the a physical art piece that was like uh, displayed in the gallery, the only way you can showcase that like, oh, I purchased is like by inviting a friend over and like actually showing them. But it, when it comes to NFTs, like it's a digital piece, you can have it as your avatar, you can have it on your social media and like yeah that's another like you have a bigger audience to like showcase your art collection and your art piece as a person like as an individual who's purchasing the art and and yeah uh, you covered that point of an artist like being liberated with nfts but yeah most certainly yes you're absolutely right uh it's easily viewed on the blockchain and you can actually uh, find out what is happening in each each person's layers and uh, you can find out what's the art they brought. Um, it's it is truly truly uh, a mesmerizing field to be in. Uh, and in terms of uh, crypto, are you like uh, just solely? I mean, your focus has been in NFTs. Are you looking at crypto as well? Okay, so so as soon as I learned about what NFTs were, I had to find out what were blockchains. And I found out there there were lots and lots of blockchains in the world. Like Bitcoin is a blockchain. Uh, Ethereum is a blockchain, mm-hmm. Solana is a blockchain, Polygon is a blockchain. So I found out that these are all different, different blockchains. And so I basically wanted to get my art pieces into various blockchains. I, of course, started with Ethereum like everybody else. Yeah. Uh, I started with the Ethereum blockchain. So I bought Ethereum mm-hmm. because we need money to mint mm-hmm. your pieces. So that is why now I'm introducing the word mint. Mint is exactly the same, uh, the word that we use in in the in the currency uh, of the world you know you mint your currency there same way you're minting your nfts in the blockchain and that is why we use the word so the word only means that we're creating your the the nft in the blockchain and of course you need to pay something called gas this gas is for people who are uh, who are the developers who are holding and and maintaining this these blockchains all over the world so you have to pay something called gas fees and that's when I got introduced to that word gas as well. 
um, and the gas is usually uh, can, it, depending on which blockchain it is uh, it can for instance in the ethereum blockchain it can range anywhere between five to eight dollars all the way up to two thousand three thousand four thousand dollars there is a large parity there of course we keep waiting for the gas fees to be low because mm -hmm. it depends on how many developers are turning on the, their blockchains at that time if the number of developers turning on the blockchain is really high the gas fees is really low if there if the number of people who are turning on their blockchain is low the gas fees is high sometimes developers may, may not always want to keep their you know blockchain open because of electricity and they what they pay and stuff like that so sometimes they do that uh, and that's when i got introduced into uh, the blockchain and that's when i bought ethereum for the first time uh, i don't hold too much ethereum but i did buy a lot of ethereum because i had to mint all my pieces and so all the ethereum that i bought went into in, went into nfts either i minted my own pieces or i started buying other pieces from other artists to support them as well so i don't have ethereum in my hand as ethereum most of it is just in nfts and then of course i got into solana and then i got into polygon as well right uh i remember briefly listening to uh, yeah in in one of the twitter spaces where you spoke about you, you spent all this ethereum in mint, like you know minting all your art and it's out there but it yeah. was not getting any traction at, at all and That's then you true. wanted to burn all of it and then yeah, yeah and you know i i can give a brief about it but you can give a more detail like you know of what exactly happened that time absolutely go for it man no 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 i mean like my brief was like yeah just there but like my brief won't cover it as much as detail so i was like yeah can you cover it oh, like, sure. yeah oh absolutely certainly so um so when i started in the uh, nft space i was minting most of my work in uh, the ethereum blockchain so as i as i mentioned minting means creating my art pieces in the ethereum blockchain and now we want to introduce one more word called marketplace so marketplace is a website where you can post your art and collectors will come and see it or other artists can come and see it and they can uh, buy it straight away if you're just putting as a buy option or there is an option to create an auction as well and then they can bid and then buy your art piece so that is those are called marketplaces and i was in a couple of marketplaces which were in the ethereum blockchain so blockchain is universal uh, marketplaces are just websites basically uh, one of the marketplaces was Rarible, and that is where uh, I minted most of my initial pieces in February and March and April. Uh, and most of the time, I did not know what I was doing. I was basically experimenting. I was spending a lot of money uh, because it is expensive to mint these pieces. Then I then I came upon another uh, marketplace called OpenSea, also in the Ethereum blockchain. So these are all both in the Ethereum blockchain. And I started minting some pieces there and making collections there so uh, i had multiple collections of different different items i am not a single uh, art form artist i am a very eclectic artist i sometimes do 2d i'll do 3d i'll sometimes do portraits sometimes i'll do just uh, you know animated trading cards i was always fascinated with animated trading cards and because i started with doge uh, i started doing doge related artwork you know it's just fun artwork uh, and I started minting them on Ethereum blockchain. And uh, um, and at that time, what was happening was these things called PFP. PFP means personal profile projects. Uh, basically, people have uh, in their in their uh, uh, social media, they want to keep these uh, unique profile pictures uh, and they buy them uh, as NFTs and they keep them. 
I'm sure many of uh, your listeners may know of these things called crypto punks, bored apes, and so on and so forth. So these are all personal profile projects, and they are made by large corporates who put out 10,000 of them, and the people just buy it like crazy, and the value of them go really high. So always people must understand that what creates value of a collectible is how much want for that valuable is there out there. For instance, if there is only one Mona Lisa, everybody in the world wants to have that one Mona Lisa and the value of it goes into multiple billions of dollars because the want for having that unique, unique art piece is very high. For I'll give you one more instance. Let's say tomorrow Sachin Tendulkar, he puts his cricket bat, he says, this is the cricket bat that I used to play my first test match and there is no other cricket bat like this in the world which played the first test match I am sure there will be collectors out there who will be willing to pay 100,000, 200,000, 500,000 or, or even a million dollars to buy that unique single cricket bat that Sachin Tendulkar played his first ever test match or first ever cricket match with same holds good for Michael Jordan's shoes if the Michael Jordan says this is the shoes that I wore for all of my matches and I won all of my matches wearing these shoes. That is a unique piece. So when the want for having is more, the value of it rises. So same holds good with the art pieces as well. So if people want your art more, so let's say one collector bought my art piece today and tomorrow I release one more and one more collector bought it and the third day I release one more and one more collector bought it. That means that my art piece is resonating with a lot of people. So my value increases straight away because people, as soon as I post, they are buying it. So that increases my value and I am able to price my art pieces at a higher and a higher and higher price as well. There are people who price their art pieces at 0.0001 ETH and there are people who price their art pieces at 17, 18, 19 ETH. One ETH right now is about 3,800, 3,900 US dollars. 17 18 ETH it does sell I know of artists who have sold for 17 18 ETH each piece each art piece now people may get confused you know they may think art piece means drawing only or art piece must be moving no not at all art piece can be a physical painting which people take a picture of and they post it as an NFT and in the description of that they will say if you buy my art piece I will send you the physical copy to you or if you don't want the physical copy, I'm happy to burn the physical copy so that that picture that you hold, the tokenized picture that you hold is the only copy of this particular art. Some, some, some collectors may say, okay, I would love to hold the physical piece. Uh, piece, please send it to me. Or some collectors may say, I don't want a physical piece. I only want digital because I am holding uh, my, all my art piece, everything in, dig in the digital world. Mm -hmm. So please burn that art piece so that can happen as well. I, from the sounds of it, like you're come totally into the NFT space and like not much into crypto. I mean, obviously we have to be in crypto to get into NFTs. That's true. But yeah, you've not yeah. been like... We do watch the NFT. Yeah, we, yeah. Do, we, we do watch the crypto space. Yeah. I do, uh, you know, have to invest in, uh, in the crypto space because you can't buy Ethereum when it is high. You have to buy it when it is low. So right. we wait for the for, for wait that for drop. it to fall. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, we do look at the trading views and we do keep a close eye on that. Also, the gas prices, everything we have to keep. So we do right. have some crypto knowledge. Right. It's not like we're doing we're not doing crypto trading. Right. But we keep a close eye on. I mean, let me rephrase that. It is crypto trade trading. We have to buy crypto. 
Right. But then it is not crypto trading in the in the sense of an investment. It is because we want to buy that Ethereum so that we can mint our next piece. So, uh, so if Ethereum is is five thousand Australian dollars today, I'm not going to buy even one Ethereum or even point one or even point two Ethereum. I'm not going to buy. Mm -hmm. I'll keep waiting for it to fall to three thousand dollars or two thousand nine hundred dollars or even four thousand dollars, and then I'll buy. So we do keep a watch over the crypto space to know what is happening. But uh, not in the sense of uh, of uh, of investing in it, or rather, I don't do it in the sense of investing in it. Right. Interesting. But and mm -hmm. you know about some of the applications of blockchain, like other than like, uh, yeah, it's ap applied like in the art space, and like there's like projects that are going to be made. Like yeah, we'll obviously get into talking into your project, which is going to mm -hmm. be made into a. Uh, uh, is it a comic strip? A comic comic strip. I was going to yeah. say graphic, book, yeah. uh, graphic novels. Yeah, comic yeah. book strip. Yeah, comic book. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but you do you know about like real world applications of the blockchain, like how it's going to be used in supply chain, for example, or how it's used in banking and finance, and how it's going to be used in some other industries? Uh, have you like read about anything or heard about any? Yes, of that sort? Yes, yeah. certainly. And that one of the one of the things that I mentioned was uh, the Indian vaccines are in the blockchain. Right. All the people who are vaccinated, so right, that is right, in the right. blockchain. Uh, I know of uh, uh, what is this called? The I think the couple of Indians who had created the Polygon Matic, mm -hmm. and that is that is going to be in smart contracts and how uh, people are using uh, that to uh, you know uh, create the create smart contracts for themselves and so on and so forth. Uh, I do, but it's not like I know too much of right. all this. But I know that there are, there's something called uh, DAPs or DAPs, uh, which are being uh, you know um, which are being used uh, uh, in the crypto world mm -hmm. uh, for uh, for doing lots and lots of things all the way. So what a DAP means is it's called decentralized application. Mm -hmm. uh, it's basically a comp computer application which is which is run on a decentralized computer system so mm -hmm. instead of create instead of facebook holding all of your data and all of your uh, user ids and and your photographs everything inside the facebook server and you are trusting that facebook uh, facebook will not uh, you know uh, use your data which they have used many times mm -hmm. and they've caught they've been caught red-handed many times as well anyway we'll not go down that path but you're trusting facebook uh, not to, so that they do not uh, tamper with your data and use it for uh, nefarious means here because this is decentralized this is a trustless system you don't have to trust anything because everything is decentralized um, uh, in in the blockchain uh, and uh, and these dapps or decentralized applications are usually called as you know uh, smart contracts right. and we have to learn about smart contracts and then not just not and this decentralized application can be anything like banking applications can be decentralized mm -hmm. uh, uh, shipping shipment tracking can be decentralized mm -hmm. so you don't you don't so like for instance you're going to ship a, a, a container from india to australia you don't have to uh, believe in let's say dhl i'm not i don't have any favorites or you know uh, i don't i'm not dissing anyone anything, i'm just giving yep. an example yeah yep. just as the top of my head dhl or you know, some other some company. shipping agency yep. some shipping agency so you don't have to trust them to give all your data to them to, to that that they will not tamper with the data like your 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 email id your phone number your name your address so basically they hold your entire your entire digital life in their servers and you are trusting them that they will not use it for nefarious means Whereas if it's a decentralized uh, this one, they're all broken into individual chunks, 
nobody can so you don't have to trust them not trust anybody to do anything with that so let's let's say uh, i am one of the blockchain holders you're a blockchain holder and a person like, like some other person let's say uh, sachin for instance is sending a package through the decentralized network if i try to tamper with the data and try to take out his his personal data from the blockchain it let immediately quarantine me from the blockchain and it will take me out of the blockchain so it's it cannot be tampered with at all i cannot access sachin's personal data uh, uh, in the blockchain whereas in if it's a if it's a shipping shipping agency you're trusting them to in, to hold it in hold good faith yep. yeah hold the data in good faith but they don't have to there are so uh, why do you think we get uh, we get these you know um uh, calls from uh, advertising agencies saying that do you want to buy this product do you want to buy that product because you gave your 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 personal identity to multiple places and they just came, they just sold it to uh, an advertising agency yep yes yep. to an advertising agency basically yeah people th- yeah lots of people think like using facebook and instagram instagram is owned by facebook whatsapp is owned by facebook, facebook of course yeah. whatsapp is owned by facebook yep. that's but true. yeah using facebook and instagram is free but they don't understand the price that they're paying is their data their data exactly so and same that, for google as well yeah same for google as well and uh, yeah. yeah and like you open up a google search on say you want to buy rugs and the next thing the ad strip on your facebook is like showing you rugs or you're exactly. going to you're going to search uh, search up something on google like uh, to buy a microphone yeah. or something like that and then your next sets of ads on google pages or a news channel that you open on a google on on a google will website be about microphones uh, absolutely will be about microphones yeah and and the and the and the most scary part is they even if you're not in Facebook they create darknets or, or rather uh, you know dark associations of, uh, if you're if you're not on Facebook uh, invariably somewhere in the world somewhere somebody is uh, taking a selfie and even if you cross into the selfie Facebook will remember that okay I cannot match this guy's face to I'm not saying Facebook alone I no I don't I'm not ostracizing anybody I'm so sorry. any social media network or any other mm-hmm. uh, non decentralized uh, networks mm-hmm. will remember you saying that oh i have never seen this person anywhere uh, i can see him in the background of this selfie but right. he is not in any of the social media so it will remember you that you are not in the social media and let's say like 20 years or 5 years or 8 years later you get you you are in some other uh, city and in that selfie you are you are in the background somewhere although you are not in facebook it will remember oh same guy i know right. so it has already it has already tracked you, Track you from from yeah it has already tracked you that you have traveled from india that you have gone to germany it has already tracked you because you are in the in the background of somebody's selfie in india yeah. and now you are in the background of somebody's selfie in uh, in uh, in germany it has already tracked you that it knows that you have moved from either for or then and let's say another 10 days later you come back to india and then you are taken taken mm-hmm. in another background where somebody else's selfie it will know okay so for the last 5 days this guy has gone to germany and because all of the the phones and everything have location data it will be to pinpoint accuracy it will know that you had traveled <laughs> although you are not in any social media and you are so not is, and you are not taking a selfie yourself and it's yes, like it's you, not your just selfie. you being in the background of something you're yes. absolutely right yes yeah because yeah. it's yeah it's gotten so intelligent like even like now i use google photos on my phone and like yes it'll like catch someone in a crowd like a face far away and it'll say oh it's the same person and i'm exactly. like yeah, yeah it's like a How tiny blip yeah. yeah it's like a tiny yeah. face in a crowd and it's like yeah it's and it's recognize accurately who's that which that person it even though if it's yeah. a bit blurry they still yeah it still manages to do it yeah I, I, again we don't want to be 
bearers of uh, you know uh, 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 scaremongering. I don't want to do that. Right, it right. It is, it is the, it is the world that we live in. We have to recognize this, and that is why decentralized applications are far superior because it anonymizes the people who are there. If you want to, if you want to be a private person, but so some people will say. I, I am happy to pay with my data for the services that I'm getting. Right. This is the choice that I'm making. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you all, if you knowingly made the choice, kudos to you. That's fine. You can more than happily use all of these services and not think about any decentralized applications or anything of that sort. That's absolutely fine. It is your choice. So that's, that's fine too. For me, like, yeah, like I've been into crypto somewhere around like two years ago, like been investing and like yeah i got into crypto because like i studied about blockchain technology from my university degree wow. i was lucky yeah to that way to fall into uh, yeah fall into crypto and this whole space but uh yeah so i was learning about the application of blockchain in the supply chain industry like you know like wow. as we were yeah. talking about yes. it earlier yeah. yeah and how it's going to be used there i come from a banking background before that and then seeing how blockchain and like how crypto is going to be used in that space is like another eye-opener completely and uh yeah and then i started toying around with like and investing like as you said like testing the waters in different blockchains obviously Absolutely. you start with the big ones you start with mm -hmm. bitcoin and ethereum and then you then there's the meme one which doge and shiba, doge, shiba. Yeah. yeah that's true yeah and and then the in between there's like so many like applications which are being used and created like yeah in terms of like nfts and uh, blockchains yeah like obviously i first got into ethereum uh, mm -hmm. ethereum nfts and yes, yeah please. and i and i happened to mint one of my own as well i'm i actually minted two uh two of my yeah nfts, I, NFTs yeah oh, you can oh, call brilliant. it like oh wow uh, yeah i can call it art yeah I, i'll i'll share it with you uh, and then it is. It is. I, I must say. I must. I must stop you there just for a few seconds. Everything yep. is art. Art is is one person's. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, ugly can be another person's beauty. So everything is art. It's all in the eyes of the beholder. Nice. So, yeah, I'm sure it is amazing. Said. Yeah. Right. Right. And uh, yeah. So that's how. And then then yeah. Obviously, with Ethereum NFT is the biggest roadblock. There is gas fees. And, Absolutely. And then, yeah, I was big on Cardano oh, since nice. my early days from NFTs and stuff like that. So uh -huh. I started looking at Cardano-based NFTs. And that's, I think it was like a few months ago where Cardano, there's a marketplace for Cardano NFTs. And True. then there was like True. one of the first, uh, the old school guys, they call they call themselves the old school NFT creators. I don't know if you've heard of it. They're called Cardano Kids. They've been creating mm -hmm. Cardano-based NFTs like way back, like, you know, for since... I think Cardano reach, uh, recently launched uh, smart contracts, but these guys have been creating Cardano-based NFTs like I think a good year and a half ago, like when it was just wow. fresh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So yeah, I happened to mint some of their stuff. I'm holding that for now, and then then I yeah then I saw Solana, and then then there was a project That's on Solgen, so then I minted one. But then there's so many other. I think this Avalanche has their own. Yeah. Uh, nfts and yeah True. but still ethereum stays the dominant one yeah yeah True. there's there's because ethereum is the oldest and so they have right. so much more traction and they have attracted so much more artists so that is how i got into solana myself 
so i i have minted so many of my pieces on my ethereum and uh, none of it sold uh, so in the in the in about uh, about four or five months ago i was going to burn all my nfts in the ethereum blockchain right and i was feeling very upset and very de- depressed because at that time like i said these pfp projects the personal profile projects were doing like crazy amounts of business and uh, there were so many of these uh, you know they they call themselves influencers so they were pumping and pumping and pumping all of these uh, coins and these tokens and these mm-hmm. nfts and they sell out like within minutes but artists who are individual in, independent artists like me we keep toiling and toiling and toiling we we mint pieces and you know this is all money uh, we have to pay gas fees like you said to actually mint the pieces or rather create the pieces in the blockchain right and when it was not selling i was feeling very depressed and i was like oh gosh this is uh, really bad uh, let me just burn all my pieces and and get out of this place and that's when i started forming the community the community like we always keep talking about nft community so we started i, st- I started meeting like minded uh, artists who actually came, i actually connected a twitter piece saying that these pieces will burn on monday and it was i connected it on friday i said i'm going to burn all these pieces on monday and first one artist came and then two people came and then 10 50 70 80 90 people came into that space and they kept encouraging me and they said nash this is such beautiful art do not burn it do not burn it and then a couple of others came and said nash i sold a piece last week let me buy one of your one of your art pieces so basically i, I was i was i had a i still have it i've not sold out on that yet it, they are trading games uh are trading cards on the ethereum blockchain they called the project doge and that's why my my twitter handle is called project doge uh so they are called uh, you know doge masters project doge cards uh which are doge coin based art uh, mm-hmm. but they have so much inbuilt into them the color of the doge has a uh has a value to it the background has a value to it right. the background actually reflects the doge coins price on that day right. and the whole collection is based on the fibonacci numbers because i love fibonacci because it's the you know golden ratio as they talk about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, fibonacci numbers so it's based on the fibonacci numbers so i had priced it also on the fibonacci sequence and stuff like that but unfortunately i didn't sell much i was feeling very upset because i was feeling oh my god the pfp projects which are priced like 3 or 4 or 5 times than me are selling out within seconds in my or, or minutes or hours and i have i have only like you know uh, 200 and something pieces 234 pieces and i've barely sold 20 or 30 uh, even till till today but back then i had sold only one or two um and uh, these artists came in and they started buying my pieces and i was like wow this is how artists must be they are helping another fellow artist who's who's uh, not doing well So that is how my initial uh, journey with Ethereum went on and now again in the last month or so because the Ethereum gas fees has gone too high and the Ethereum price itself has gone too high I just could not afford to be in the Ethereum network and so uh, instead of feeling uh, sorry full for myself or pitiful for myself like previously or even upset about myself I thought okay I must reinvent myself let me look at another blockchain and put my work in another blockchain uh, and that's when I got into Solana I got I saw Solana I saw the I saw the ecosystem there, and I got into this particular uh, website called Soul C. Right, and I yeah I had a look at your project Doge, and yeah some of it is really cool, and the idea behind it is really cool, like with the price, like with the price chart in the background of that particular day of yes. when it was minted. Uh, yeah, and, and that I, particular project also was an augmented reality project. So my projects always try to have so much more inbuilt into them. It is an augmented reality. You can actually take out the art piece. and see the art piece in your own house inside your own 
uh, on your floor it will actually the art piece will stand on your floor and you can see it on your floor oh, but wow. even then it yeah it, but it but even then it did not pick up i was feeling very upset about it i'm like oh my god i so, spent so, so much of yeah by augmented reality if with a vr headset or like with your phone with a vr setup you could like yes, actually look at it floating around yes of course you can so wow. how this works is it it works on the back end of uh, adobe aero and yep. uh, so i have an unlockable link inside of the nft uh, inside of inside of doge masters or rather yeah, doge masters project doge uh, collection when yep. each when when somebody buys a nft it has an unlockable link and all they have to do is open that unlockable link inside the vr environment or near phone anywhere and yep. automatically launch adobe aero of course you have to download adobe aero it's a free app anyways yep. it'll automatically launch the adobe aero and it will bring the art piece to your yeah into your environment whichever environment you are in if you are in your house it will be on the this one it is not the, it's not exactly vr exactly ar, AR. so it's on yeah. your environment right. yeah, it is Sorry, not vr so yep. But you can take it into the VR environment as well. If you have Adobe Aero inside the VR headset, like if you're having, let's say, uh, what is it called, uh, Vive or something. If you have a, yeah, if you have the uh, the, the new Vive, um, you can and you have Adobe Aero app inside the new Vive installed in, in your environment. You can click on this link and it will open inside uh, your VR environment. You can actually see the art piece. You can touch it. You can spin it. You can do all that. Unfortunately, oh. it did not sell. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And the, and this link for the project Doge, uh, it's on your Twitter handle for this project at the moment. Yes, yes, it is on the, my Twitter. So in my Twitter handle, uh, there's a there's a thing called Linked Tree. And oh, inside Linked Tree, I yep, have understood. Yeah, inside Linked Tree, I have uh, I have uh, uh, if you go down, there's there's something called collections, and the yep. collections has has like one, two, three, four, five collections I have. Yep. The first one is called Project Doge, which is just the art piece. The second one is the one I'm talking about, the Doge Masters Fibonacci cards. It's actually named that Doge Masters Fibonacci cards. Okay. And that is the one which has the, uh, so I have multiple collections like this. And that's why you can see, you know, I do eclectic right. kind of work and I'm in multiple, uh, multiple blockchains I am in. Um, my most recent is the one on, in, in Solana. the Solana network called Souls. Yeah, it's called uh, Solanauts. Yeah, let's just uh, let's go ahead and talk about Soul Knots, cause yeah, cause that's how I initially found out about you and like yeah, and like in the last few weeks, like we were been talking about Soul Knots in the Twitter spaces. But yeah, let's talk about Soul Knots. Like, how did this one come out to be? Okay, the genesis was was because my Ethereum pieces were not selling. That is the first that is the first and foremost reason where I was going to try other blockchains instead of feeling sorry full for myself and instead of you know. Uh, being upset about the whole thing i said i should reinvent myself and the most important thing that i had wanted to do from the very very beginning is to uh, is to know how to do generative art now for people who do not know generative art means you use code to generate art and that does not mean that the code will draw the art by itself that is that that is also one type of generative art but the generative art i am talking about is i hand draw the artwork but i I don't draw them as a single uh, as a single art piece so because it is drawn digitally in the uh, in the uh, ipad so i use a app called procreate many people would have heard procreate mm -hmm. so i use this app called procreate you can draw an art piece in multiple layers so i drew this this beautiful solanauts i call them solanauts they're actually solana astronauts they're cute fluffy beings 
uh, which go to multiple planets is this one. So I drew these these fluffy beings in Procreate in multiple layers, and I did multiple varieties of that. So instance, for instance, uh, I drew one with red background, uh, green background, blue background, you know, purple background, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And then the second one I drew uh, with the uh, uh, red. The the Solonaut's body was red or black or purple or green or blue, so on and so forth. So different varieties of bodies. And then I drew different varieties of goggles there. So they wear a goggles like a spacesuit and they visit the planets. So the planet's reflection will come on the spacesuit's goggles. I call them the visor, B-I-S-O-R, visor. So right. these reflections will come on the visor. So I drew like 15 different varieties of visors. Mm -hmm. And then I drew different, drew different, 15 different varieties of the mouth. So that they have a frustrated look or a, you know, a happy look or a sad look and so on and so forth. So I drew 15 different varieties of that as well. And then a uh, uh, few other things I drew. And once you drew, draw 15 different varieties of each of them in, multi in separate layers, you can put all these layers into the code and you can say, I want you to create 250 unique pieces by mixing and matching each, uh, mixing and matching. The, so it, the, the code will automatically choose. I'll choose the red background. I'll choose the, the blue, uh, blue body, uh, okay. the, the frustrated mouth and the, and the ice planet for the visor for, for the first art piece. The second art piece can be smiling face with red body and blue backgrounds. So, you know, it mm -hmm. will choose and it will make uh, two for 250 pieces by combining the pieces together and they look really beautiful. You can see my solonauts on my, um, uh, on my uh, linked tree. If you go down, if you, if you scroll down, there's a separate selection called uh, collections and that collections has uh, that solonauts uh, link. And you can see they actually look pretty cute um right. and that is yeah. and i wanted to learn how to do this how to do a generative art mm -hmm. so i started learning coding and i learned how to do this by watching multiple youtube tutorials and i found how to do them so instead of wasting my time i tried i said okay i should learn how to do it and then the next That's thing i learned yeah and the next thing i learned along with the same thing was how to write my own smart contract so that i can create a website where people can go and buy my solonauts in my own website by connecting their crypto wallets to it, you know. And what's the website uh, called? So right now it's not fully formed. Okay. So okay. I, I I have the I have the website uh, done. It is called. Uh, um, just give me one moment. Uh, it's called Solonauts dot dot app. S S O L A N A U T S dot V E R C E L versal as in V for victory. Yep. Dot app. Uh, and uh, dot. It's, but it's not yet like out. I mean, it's not yet there, right? Like it's. No, no, no. Right now, you can go and connect your wallet, and you okay. can mint your piece inside that. So I have written the smart contract. The smart contract part is done, and because I don't know how to code, I had to learn how to do this. That's so awesome. same way, now I have to learn how to do CSS coding. To make a proper website, so that is what I'm learning now. To make it as a, make it make it into Love a it. proper website with my in my backgrounds and my roadmap as to what I'm going to do. I'll explain the roadmap in just a bit. Yep. Um, and 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 every project has something called a roadmap. Uh, if it is a normal just art piece, you don't have to have a roadmap. But if you're doing it like a project, which is what I'm doing, like a collectible project, my project is again the PFP project is what I'm doing. Yeah. Personal profile project. So these can be used as a personal profile. And right now they are only uh, uh, priced at 0.25 sol each, but I'm hoping that someday it will become very famous and then 
it'll sell for four or five or ten or twenty souls, and uh, and people will want to keep buying my art piece as one of their personal profiles. You see, right? I mean, firstly, like hats off. I mean, it yeah to know that you need to learn something yourself and like get it done. Like yeah, big big respect for that. Like you know, thank thanks, man. Yes. Thank you very much. I must say that the resources out there in YouTube are just phenomenal. Much more than what I could learn in in going to a university or a campus or something. Exactly. I I I'll, I'll add to that saying that I remember hearing this somewhere online. Like. we live in a world today where the resources are unlimited like it's like you know the resources to learn are unlimited but it's just exactly. the, desi- the desire, desire to learn is limited like and people like don't go out there and like you know like everything is available but at the same time like Absolutely. yeah there's so much of bullshit like people are consuming through as we were yeah. discussing social media as earlier but yeah they get yeah. and it's hard like the social media platforms want you to be on their platforms they want you to keep scrolling through videos and they keep flooding Absolutely. you yeah they keep flooding you with like and there's clickbait clickbait is another big thing like oh yeah they'll just have like a catchy line on youtube and they mm, yeah yeah and you're exactly. just going to they'll have like a question mark where you want to watch the whole thing to find out what's going to like this thing but it's just some nonsense like what's going to happen to this cucumber if i throw a knife from this angle and like someone yeah. is going to click on that video just to find out like you know some yeah but but to actually know like your mental okay i need to know how to code that's how i can get my pieces out there i need to know how to like create my own thing I, yeah you could have been like oh i could probably hire someone to do this or something but there's no point right like cuz you're still like it's better to do it yourself like and there's like enough i, I like doing it that way yeah yes, of true. course yeah that's great i don't think i mentioned this uh anytime in a conversation or like in another space as well but i recently started working for a crypto research firm wow yeah so we research crypto currencies obviously but mm-hmm. we also obviously into nfts and wow. i'm going to yeah i'm once because obviously you have a roadmap roadmaps are really important mm-hmm. in the space and yeah i've just started out over there so i don't have a big of a say but i'm going to share your like your soul notes to someone in the research team Bro, oh, that's very kind yeah. of you mate that's very very kind of you thank yeah. you very much and let's see how it goes i'll probably give them a little brief about it as well and sure, let's see please, how that goes yes, yes yes so i can give you a quick brief about my soul notes of yeah, course absolutely. yeah i'm waiting so yeah so at the moment it's uh, hum- what's the cap like what's the number of soul notes that are going to be there So in in all there are going to be three hundred and sorry seven hundred and fifty solar knots. Okay. Uh, and because I have three characters in my story, right. there are solar knot engineers, there are solar knot biologists, and there are solar knot workers. Mm-hmm. There will be two hundred and fifty of each. each. So that makes seven fifty. Yep. Uh, and in addition to that, tomorrow I am actually dropping a very special collection. I'll talk about that in just a bit, but I'll explain about these these three characters. So basically, these solar knots are fluffy beings. who travel to multiple planets they go and colonize those planets they terraform the planet and they live in the planets and they do it in a very benevolent fashion that is the most important thing they are not like uh, the the aliens that we see in you know hollywood movies where they go and destroy everything these are not those kind of guys okay. they go and they they form alliances with the creatures who are living in those planets and uh, and they form those alliances and uh, and live in harmony with those people Uh, I, I, this whole this whole project started off 
with that one dialogue from this amazing movie called Matrix. I'm sure everybody remembers this dialogue. Mm-hmm. This is when this is when uh, you know uh, Agent Smith is holding Morpheus in the in the interrogation space, and yep. he tells he tells Morpheus this: "I'll share a revelation about the humankind with you." Human, we try to you know classify human beings uh, 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 into into a into a slot. You are not mammals. Mammals actually try to live in harmony with their society. You guys are like parasites. You go from one place, consume all the resources, and then you go to the next place, and then you keep consuming the resources. So that idea is what became this NFT. I wanted my solonauts not to be that. I did not want, and that is why they are not human beings. And I did not want them to be human beings for another reason, because why should human beings have that self-importance for themselves? Can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can. That's yes, yes. That's, sorry. No, no, no. I. Yeah. I mean, that's like beautiful. Yeah, that's exactly. And I was going to ask you, like, yeah, why not humans? Because I, yeah, we. I've obviously been in a space and listened. I've heard this. Yes, the background I did. Of this. Yeah. You, yeah. I did not want them to have humans. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. That's perfect. And the third most important reason also is uh, is to do with a little bit of physics as well. Okay. because a human a human being has has a finite form he has bones he has muscles he or she they have muscles and bones and and you know uh, and tissues and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, my solar knots are just blobs so blobs actually take much lesser space and they are probably and this their shapes are probably more suited for space travel because they don't need a large space to travel to to uh, to this one to other planets they 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 are they are just uh, fluffy blobs uh, and uh, a sphere has the largest surface area so it sort of insinuates into itself into multiple small right. crevices so right. that is why my solonauts are just just blobs so that they can they take a lesser space and you don't need to spend so much of energy to transport them to another space and they are of course uh, fairly highly advanced uh, advanced beings uh, and if you see the the expressions that they have there are some of these who have something called a dumb expression mm. it is there in the traits as well mm-hmm. the dumb expression is how we have coded the dumb expression is maybe they can they these solonauts have come to this silly planet called earth and they're seeing these silly creatures called earthlings and they think that these guys are dumb we have seen far more advanced and far more superior beings than earthlings and that is why they have a dumb silly expression on their face like blah these guys are just silly human right, beings right right yeah so that is why and 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 uh, if i may go a little bit into the story so these three uh, characters mm-hmm. uh, are the ones who are in, in my story uh, the workers are the ones who do work for the biologists and the engineers the engineers are the ones who take care of building these crafts they are also navigation specialists to to and they are also pilots so they fly these crafts to various uh, uh, various locations and they go and meet uh, people there i'm sorry meet the creatures of those planets there uh, uh biologists of course are in, are in uh, uh, you know propagation of uh, their their species and the second thing is they uh, they they take care of the food and of course when they go to this planet they are helping in the terraforming of the planets and forming new alliances with the creatures and stuff like that um and the workers of course are just working um If you see my if you see my website once it comes up now right now you can actually go to my uh, solonauts uh, uh, Twitter handle. Yep. It's called solonauts nft dot uh, sorry uh, solonauts nft is my Twitter handle. Okay. Uh, you can go. There's a pinned tweet and there are there is a 
there is a sort of a you know line diagram of of what are the parts of that nft so each part has both a, a physical meaning and a metaphysical meaning the physical meaning being the background is is background and there is rarity built into the background so some backgrounds are common so they are very common and uh, commonly occurring backgrounds right. some backgrounds are rare backgrounds they only occur in 5% of the entire collection or 3% of the entire collection so on and so forth so that is the uh, meta, uh, the, the physical uh, uh, meaning of these uh, these things um, the visors also keep changing the visors reflect what planet they're going to some planets are sand planets some planets are ice planets some mm-hmm. planets are molten lava planets some planets are just gas planets now those are all the physical uh, attributes right. of these nfts but the metaphysical part there is because of uh, phase 2 of this project that is my roadmap mm-hmm. the phase 2 of the project mm-hmm. is there will be comic books coming based on these characters and it will be invite only for people who hold phase 1 pfps so only 750 people will be invited to come and mint phase 2 comics and the comics will be unique to the people uh, to the pfps that they hold in phase 1 you see right uh, so let's say you hold you hold a piece with a uh, uh, rare background uh, and rare everything when yep, you come yep. to mint your when you come to mint to phase 2 to mint your uh, uh, your phase 2 comic the rarity will be taken into account to mint the comic and we are making that also code generated so even we will not know what comic you are getting the comic will be unique to you so every single comic will be unique to you and the endings of the comics will be unique based on the rarity of the of the pfp that you have in the first phase so if you have a rare piece then the, your comic will have an ending which does not repeat many times it will be a rare ending if you have a piece which is which has a common piece then you will have a ending which is common commonly occurring but even then the the, the comic itself will be unique to you every single person will have 750 unique comics oh that's awesome that's yeah and i hope i didn't confuse your listeners no, no yeah I, <laughs> i'm not sure but yeah they can probably reach out to me i can break it down for them like a bit more but uh, it but yeah you are really clear and in, from the start like you broke down some concepts like very well and i'm pretty sure people will get all of that uh but yeah i was going to say like when you were deciding to create this project did you have it in mind initially itself that there's going to be a phase 2 and it's going to be comics or did that happen along the way or like how did you come about that so i was always clear that the, the, there's going to be phase 2 and phase 3 okay and a phase 2 uh, i wanted it to be comics uh but i did not know how to make comics myself i knew i knew the idea of making the comics so i knew that the comics must have you know various startings various middles various endings and i knew the, because i learned how to do the coding i knew how to how to allow the code to you know put them together and make it into unique comics i knew how to do that but i was not i was i did not know how to draw how to draw a, a comic strip let alone create a full comic book mm-hmm. and that is where the nft community comes in uh, i met another uh, nft artist bina she lives in melbourne as well oh, and okay. uh, yeah and so so i i collected one of her pieces and i loved her piece and i, I was like like i really loved it and uh, i actually i was the, i was i collected her first piece uh first awesome. piece that she ever minted i i collected that um, because i really wanted to support her her art was just phenomenal i thought this i should i should buy one of her pieces 
and then she reached out to me and uh, one of the in one of the twitter spaces because i was trying to explain to people that you know phase 2 is going to be a comic but i didn't know how to do a comic myself i i uh, like like i've been doing all this learning about everything else maybe i should learn about comics as well and that's when she reached out and says nash i know how to do comics i'm happy to collaborate awesome. i'm happy to collab- collaborate with you and let's do phase 2 together and so now i'm collaborating with bina to do phase 2 and now day before yesterday i was in another space and then malavika Uh, that that you mentioned before she's right. a very good friend of mine now i mean again i met her through nft only nft spaces <laughs> and now she's become like a like a very good friend of mine and she's helping me with lots of lots of things uh, behind the behind the scenes and she does not even want to take money for it she's saying no nash you're awesome. buying a lot of my yes because i buy her pieces i really yeah. like her pieces and artwork so she's saying i'm i you're buying my pieces so i don't want you to pay me for this as well let me just do it for free awesome but then she put us together to uh, to another uh, amazing uh, 3d artist who does a lot of blender work and uh, and now i have now i have somebody to work on phase 3 which is going to be an animation series so <laughs> so that is how the nft community yeah yeah that's, that's how the nft community puts things together that is mad it is absolutely it is it is meant to be i think yep that's mental yeah like and yeah i mean i thought yeah f- f- like because i joined a space where you been a malvika everyone's like in there and i for some reason like I, yeah i thought yeah you probably guys know each other since before for some reason yeah there was ob- that was in my mind or you just like or just met through the nft space but like but that's like how everything plays out and that that goes to show like you know if you're like yeah you could have been like doing something else completely you could have been like yeah it's like ah uh, like oh this is not going to pick up or let's just do phase 1 like you know but yeah you're going to you're putting so much of hard work into it and uh, you obviously want it to be like you know it's not just, yeah it's going to be phase 1 and then it's over I love it that you've like visualized like it's going to there's going to be a phase 2 there's going to be a phase 3 and like not just like I am currently in a project uh, uh yeah I'll just put out the name that it's like called crazy pandas like so phase 1 mm-hmm. they it's like a pfp project it's on the mm. ethereum so phase 1 mm-hmm. is just uh a, yeah like it's something like the a board yeah something mm-hmm. like a board ape mm-hmm. so f- yes phase 2 is uh another pfp but it's just because it's uh it's now it just happened like few days ago it's uh, over halloween so phase 2 mm-hmm. is like a s- another picture but it's uh, just like uh, these guys are like the panthers have like a halloween theme to it but it's the same mm-hmm. thing like it you know it's like just another picture mm-hmm. phase 3 they're going to i think they're going to have a phase 3 and i'm guessing it would be the same thing it's just around another theme Mm-hmm. but what you've done is like really incredible cause like yeah you're using comics and then the like then down the line it's going to be uh 3D animations yes that's yep. yeah that's something else you know what uh i mean there's no gas fees on uh solana on solana it's very, right? very low Yeah, it's it very is, low? there is gas oh, fees. There is gas very fees? very low okay yeah what's the round roundish guys what are those So there's okay, like so the roundish guys with with thin legs they are the biologists awesome yep the the, the thick legs guys are they are the uh, they are the uh, um, uh, engineers okay and and uh, the third character has not been introduced i was going to i was going to introduce the third character tomorrow mm-hmm. yes a, a few of the third characters will be there in tomorrow's drop so okay. i am dropping i'm dropping 25 every sunday at 10 am sydney time okay So I'll keep dropping 25 on the on Soul Sea 
and I have a separate um, uh, in my website that I that I mentioned uh, that that is a separate thing and that in that one I'll ha I have about uh, 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 50 pieces in that which is separate and they, they have a different kind of variety they are the OG series kind of uh, so I have that OG series inside of my uh, 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 this one the uh, website which website sorry the solonauts.versil.app it will become okay. I, I i've already i've already bought a, a domain name called solonauts.nft and right. i'm trying to i'm trying to write you know an ipfs website and I'm, I'm learning all that so you have to bear with me for the next week or so when i learn css coding and then that that will be awesome. the that that will be the website the solonauts.nft will be the will be the website I, I, again, because I'm one person and I'm learning by myself, it does take a little while for me to get to it. Yep, yep. Uh, but I'm pretty confident that I will. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm I reasonably confident that I will get there. And and you do have a family, and you still manage to have yes. a full time <laughs> job. And yes, that's you manage true. to be on the spaces. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is a lot of work, but uh, because it's a uh, lot of fun, and and I, and I love to learn new things. That is, the I I always love to learn new things and. And uh, it gives yep. me a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of uh, you know, uh, positive energy as well. Yep. And 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 tomorrow, I, and so as, as I was saying, uh, I drop twenty five pieces every Sunday. But yep. tomorrow is a special, special Sunday. Okay. Uh, one, the reason being, uh, because the month of November or November starts on on Monday. Yep. And so tomorrow, I am dropping a very special fifty, one of one, uh, absolutely unique uh, collection. Uh, uh, which is called the Movember collection. So it is for Movember, M-O-V-E-M-B-R, where people, draw, you know, you, if you know what Movember means, yep. yes, they grow moustaches because we want to uh, concentrate on uh, men's and health men, yep. issues, mainly men, men's men, Men, men's health. health. Yep. Not just mental health, it's about, okay. you know, uh, prostate cancer and, uh, you know, okay. uh, everything, testicular cancer, men's suicide rates, their health, every health issue, including mental health. Okay. Um, so that is that is I the November that, moment. It, yep. it, yeah, it, November moment happens all over the world in the month of November. Uh, men will grow mustaches, and so tomorrow only I'm dropping that. So for the this is this will be alive for the entire month of November. Uh, November. These fifty uh, uh, solonauts, all three varieties are there. There are workers. There are there are workers. There are. Uh, uh, um, biologists. Engineers, biologists, and engineers. If you go to my website now, uh, one of them is on, actually, uh, actually, unfortunately, not. They are minted, but they're not listed. So I want to list them only at seven at ten a.m. tomorrow. Okay. So these people will have mustaches, and these are the only people who will have mustaches. No other uh, bio, uh, among the rest of the seven fifty, nobody else will have mustaches. So this is fifty extra. So there'll be eight hundred and all. Okay. This is fifty extra, absolutely special, and they are priced slightly higher. Usually, the rest of my solo notes are priced at 0 0.25. In this case, mm -hmm. they're priced at 0 0.5. Uh, 50% of all sales will go into the Movember charity. We are going to give it away to Movember charity. Awesome. Uh, the rest rest of the half will, will be for back to the community. The rest of the half, I'll split it into two. I'll take half of the rest, and the rest of the half will go back to the community to support other community projects who are on Solana. That's awesome. Uh, I remember listening to one of your spaces where you did mention like the first 50 solonauts 
Yes. You're going to have something. Yeah, I can't remember what it was, but okay. So the first fifty the, already uh, f- the first fifty salonots have been dropped. I've sold twenty seven till now, okay. which is very good. I'm very very humbled and heartened by the support that the community has given me. So another you know twenty odd uh, salonots are still left. Yep. So for people who buy this initial first drop or the f- the first fifty, uh, which is already there, which is so this this does not include tomorrow's drop. Okay. So uh, what is already there till. Uh, till 12 a.m. today mm-hmm. if they buy one of that they will automatically get one more free nft drop to them uh, for free as an airdrop once i hit the once i hit the once i sell off all the 50 yep uh, i take all the all of the uh, wallet addresses and uh, i have a special 50 free giveaway airdrop for the for that oh, I, have, I, yep. I have kept it separately and i have matched their numbers uh, and I will match them to the wallets and I'll just hit on randomize and the randomized program will tell me who will get which so even I wouldn't know who is going to get uh, so it is completely random uh, I will uh, the, the 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 rarity in them are are d- different de- degrees of rarity in that airdrop uh, so I will just put them inside the randomizer uh, program I'll hit on random and then whichever hashtag comes so zero zero one so this these are called airdrop solenoids they they are also labeled separately as airdrop solenoids. Okay. So airdrop solenoids 001, airdrop solenoids 002, up to 50 will be there. So these are special airdrops. Why why we want them is I'll tell you why. So I'll I'll put them all together 001, 002, all the way up to 50, and I'll put all the uh, the wallet addresses on the left side, uh, and then I'll hit on randomize and it will tell me 001 uh, wallet address uh, X Y Z. 002 wallet address ABC. So I will just send to that wallet address. And why right. it is important? Because the, the rarity again is useful in the uh, comic books, you see. The, mm-hmm. uh, so so let's say if you are in the first 50 and you have two solonauts, both of those solonauts will be in your comic. So if you have only one solonaut, oh, there will okay. be only one. Yeah, yeah. so if, if you have only one solonaut, only one solonaut will be in your comic. The rest right. will be some random. They're basically like, they're basically like, you know, uh, NPCs, non-player NPCs, non-player characters in video games. Yep. Uh, they'll be just non-player characters, but they won't be your solo not. But if, but, uh, uh, but if you own two, both the solo knots will be in the in, in your comic, and they'll be interacting and they'll be doing something in the comic. And that is why uh, that first fifty uh, uh, ad drop is special. And and by the first fifty, you mean is it the first fifty that are purchased, or it's the first fifty as per the number? So the hashtag zero zero one uh, up to zero five zero. Up to zero five zero. That is the one. The number the, that is the, the so number. For every, yeah. yeah. So some people have purchased five. Some people purchase six. They get five drops. Yep. Yep. I understood. No, because I was just looking at your website, and I really like number two six nine. So I was wondering whether that's gonna fall at. Uh, fall under oh yes yes so i have to explain that so that is that is under first first 50 so anything which is right now in the website yep which is minted before 12 a.m today are all in the og 50. so how i've how i've numbered them is 00001 to 00 sorry 001 to 025 are the engineers because the engineers next will be 026 which is not now so i have not dropped 026 okay so the next one is 251 so i started the biologist at 251 okay the the workers will start at 501 because of the number of because 250 each character isn't it 
Right, right, exactly. You get my point? Yes. Yeah, Understood. So, Understood. So, two, so if you like 269, go for it, mate. That is uh, definitely in the first OG 50. That's definitely in the first OG 50. Done. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so let me just, yeah, um, yeah I'm going to get 269 now, uh, like in probably in the next half an hour. Just, thank you mate thank you very much yeah. you've been so so kind thank you very much yeah. i hope many people buy it i i there's lots and lots of love gone into making them because they first of all they're really I mean, cute one yep yeah and no, then no, second there's lots lots and lots of you know i want we want to have more stuff into them uh, and so many people have so the guy who bought 001 has uh, relisted it inside soul c for 10 soul he bought it for 0.25 soul and yep. he's relisted for 10 soul because it is the it is the actual 0001 Mm-hmm. which is uh, the OG collection somebody bought 251 because that is the first biologist, biologist. which which went, right. which went down right. so when 501 drops that will be the first worker but unfortunately 501 may not be the first worker because tomorrow i'm going to drop those november workers but then right. still the the non mustache workers 501 will be the will be the first <coughs> non mustache worker so that will be OG in that particular series that's cool that's so cool i've been looking at all these yeah all the all the ones that are on soul c and i got confused yeah i was going to say like i was looking at 269 so he has like a upside down face so is that the bold look that you were talking about earlier so if you go into that if you go into 269 click on 269 i have clicked on and yeah and if and you scroll down at the dumb. bottom mouth says dumb yes so it's a that's a dumb mouth So this guy is probably come to earth. Probably uh-huh. we don't know. Okay. That's why he's having the dumb look in his in his uh, face. Yep, yep, yep. Now I can see. Now I can. Yeah, it's <coughs> really cool. Like, yeah, this would have taken a bit of work, man. Oh, it it, has, it took a lot of time. It took yeah. many, many many weeks. No, but there's there's more Easter eggs in this for people who only listen to me to come to Twitter Spaces. Right. So those visors. So if you go to the visor, mm-hmm. you see if you scroll down, that visor actually says. Yep. that uh, is a gas planet so mm-hmm. the, this is how the the gas planet is um but there's a easter egg in that as well uh, the art in that visor is also my own art which i drew somewhere else when i was just doodling in something or uh, some other stuff i put that as a visor reflection and then i used in procreate there is a there is a uh, feature called liquify so the art will not look my like like finite art it will become liquefied and and become Understood. you know yeah. mashed together so that is so i wanted my art pieces to reflect in my own solonauts winds the visors so that's, that's an so added cool. easter egg yep. i mean it has no it has no feature attached to it but it's just it is even the even the planets are a part of me are 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 part of my art so there's that's lots fine. of thought gone behind yep um so if you see the the backpack that he's is uh, he's having is the green green backpack uh there are mm-hmm. other backpacks which are, which are communicator backpacks there are other backpacks which are medic back backpacks so they have okay. you know there are other the backpacks colors change as well if you go, go back to the original yep i one, am looking at the original you can see uh, yeah different yeah, backpacks and yeah. I, i yeah i didn't know like they're holding different backpacks as well that's so cool So the, some of the red red backpacks has one communicator communicator backpack one is a medic backpack yep. so if you go to 273 uh if you go to 273 yep, yeah yeah so that is a green medic pack so there is a he's a he's a doctor uh, biologist 
That's awesome. So biologists need not be, they can be, biologists can be botanists, can be uh, agriculturalists, they can be uh, uh, doctors, they can be uh, paramedics, they can be anything. So this guy is probably a doctor or a paramedic and that's why he's having that medic backpack. He's, medic he's, that's backpack. a medicine backpack. Understood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, mean, and I did, I, I specifically did not want to code the rarity in it. So Solsi has promised that once you have about 100 pieces, then we can start coding the rarity inside it so people know which what are the rarities in each of yep, this so that yep. they can specifically go and buy that but right now i wanted to keep it as democratic as possible so the first 100 will not have any rarities inbuilt in them uh, so and, and and that is why i'm giving away the first 50 i'm giving away extra airdrops you yep. know to make it more you know to 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 incentivize people who are supporting me from the very beginning that's awesome and uh always had this as a thought like you know i'm going to create these guys and like it's going to have like a comic strip yeah uh, yeah from the looks of it like the animations came to be like a later thing but comics was always on your mind yeah and that is why the that's why these planets are different right comics are always on my mind and that's why the creators and that's why the 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 characters were created that way like i said the genesis was from that matrix dialogue that one particular dialogue Mm-hmm. spurred the entire genesis that they should not be humans they must become they must go to planets and they must not just consume the resources and run away you know they must not be they must not be the aliens that come from independence day you know the, the independence day i'm a huge uh, space nerd and space freak right uh, I, I watch all kinds of science fiction movies i read lots and lots of science fiction science books fiction. yep yeah one of my favorite authors uh, is of all time is michael Crichton. Many people just know Michael Crichton as the author of Jurassic Park, but he's written some phenomenal, phenomenal other, um, you know, uh, science fiction um, uh, books. He's written a book called The Sphere, which became a movie. It, it had, uh, um, <clears throat> it had, uh, uh, who's that? Uh, <coughs> Samuel Jackson, um, uh, Sharon Stone. Yep. Um, it is a great movie too, but the book was so phenomenal. That was written by Michael Crichton as well. What's Jurassic the Park. movie's name? Uh, sorry. Sphere. 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 Okay. S p h e r e. Yeah. Sphere. The book was also called The Spheres. Okay. Uh, it was also called Sphere. Yep. Uh, there was a, another book which was called The Andromeda Strain, uh, which became a, a TV series. It was that TV series also was brilliant, uh, brilliantly made. Uh, then he also uh, made a movie which did not came as, come as a book. He wrote a movie called Westworld, which has now it was at now the Westworld which is running in HBO, right. which, is, which has three seasons. It's a right. phenomenal, it's yep. a phenomenal series. Yep. Yep. It is based on Michael Crichton's original work. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, yeah, I loved Westworld. Oh, Westworld is oh my favorite. Yeah, I, it's so yeah. so so good. It is yeah. amazing. Yeah, I'm a huge West Westworld fan. Massive yeah. Westworld man, and I mean, and uh, if I may give you a sneak peek as a as a just as a just to tease your uh, this <laughs> one, the we have <clears throat> lots and lots of pop culture references in the comics, and one hundred percent Westworld will be in one of the comic strips. We don't know who will get it. We don't know course. what form it will take because wow. it is all you know based on code. Yeah, but Westworld will be there. There'll be we are we are going to work. Oh no, I won't say more. Forget yeah, it. Yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't. I mean, I'm hoping there's, uh, I mean, this <coughs> because I've been a big Star Wars fan, I'm hoping there's some Star oh, yeah, Wars yeah, related is, stuff. Yeah, it's, 100%. Yeah, I'm a huge, uh, huge Star Wars fan. We, we, we even have that scene locked where, you know, 
uh, one character i won't name which character one character will will uh, will uh, will will tell another character uh, 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 it's understood it's, you don't need yes. to say more <laughs> yes it'll and, and there'll be a no in it that's all that's all yeah. i can say <laughs> that that scene that's is also awesome. locked that's yeah awesome. that scene is also locked that's in awesome. the comic yeah that had to be had to be yeah. Yeah. has to be it absolutely has to be there yeah That's awesome. And and we are we are not just Star Wars fans we are massive Spaceballs fans as well so we got to have oh, Spaceballs okay. references too so yeah That's so cool. Yeah. So be both Dina and I are huge space nerds and and I mean, science fiction nerds. Yeah, I I mean we were talking about it in one of the spaces and someone mentioned books and then I was like oh yeah, yeah. What, what books you guys are reading and then like exactly. then we all all started talking about these science fiction books and like yeah it's like awesome and my, like my, my other author that I really like is the uh, this guy called Andy Weir. He's the one who wrote the book Martian, which became you know Matt Damon's stellar okay. Martian movie. Yep, yep. Yeah, so he is he's a great author. Martian is a great book, but his other two books are equally, if not better, phenomenal, phenomenally beautiful. So I'm a huge Andy Weir fan. I I read others as well, John Grisham and yep. all those things. Also, I do read, but I'm a, these two guys are like like I'm a massive fan of these two guys. One guy is from the old old scene, and one yep. guy from the new scene. New scene. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm so I'm so sorry. Maybe I'm just boring your no uh, your no no no. With, I, with, uh, I mean, it's it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, like you know, when I started doing these these podcasts itself, like some of my some of the close friends that I have, like back in India and stuff like that, it'll be like, what what are you doing? Like you're doing some nonsense. I mean. the reason for me starting is it's not to impress anyone like yeah as as you said like you 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 are an introvert like i am like one mm-hmm. of the biggest introverts as like the like yeah this is like a comfortable way for me to start speaking it probably exactly. help me improve like the way i speak and converse like with other people and mm-hmm. in doing this it's not only helping me speak but like i get to learn so much more like by and like that's why i i'm not sticking to a particular topic like the people i speak to are like yeah my friends mostly but mm-hmm. like we've all been separated over years and like you know like going and like yeah, i'm not someone who's like going to be calling it. like i'm i i'm really bad at keeping like contact so mm-hmm. so this like the, mean, yeah. yeah so the, so like on the podcast like yeah, i just come like we catching catching up with people like with over the years and you know like everyone has taken a different path and i get to learn so much like yeah like like last week i was talking i mean maybe two weeks ago now two weeks ago i was talking to one of my friends like we we used to study in back in india in university together mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. undergraduate degree but yeah mm-hmm. he's been living in the states for the last eight years i probably didn't speak to him after we graduated yeah and then mm-hmm. Yeah then I was catching up with him and he's living in the states he has two kids now and uh, mm-hmm. and he was talking about like yeah how it is like yeah, growing up like you know having two kids to look after and not not only that but like he's living in uh it's called like it's called the state of 10000 lakes but actually 12000 lakes when i like got into it. it's uh, mm-hmm. in the north side of the US uh, in, wow. in the US yeah mm-hmm. and he was telling me about these things that he goes and he does with like he was introduced by one of his friends as well but they go off onto frozen lakes so they take big ass cars and they stay on wow. fro- and they stay on frozen lakes wow okay. <laughs> on top of the lakes yeah and at the same time like if like where they are staying they'll probably like they have like these cutters and they'll cut a hole in hole yeah and they'll and- do Fishing. and they do they do fishing i know i know yeah, i've seen them yeah. oh they're so cool yeah 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 and oh, that's that is amazing and like get to learn all these like you know weird things like the other day i was like last week i was talking to one of my friend and she's she she finished her i mean she's 
ended her career as an air hostess and now she's going on to teach kids and like you know just the bits and pieces you get to learn from phenomenal phenomenal yeah, yeah, yeah like just different people and that's why I like and like yeah I'm, i've been into crypto and nfts for a while and like yeah i love this space and like obviously now i got so much more to learn of how pfps are created and like you know and <coughs> just the work it takes to put like yeah i know like it's like super hard work just into like drawing but it's yeah but you guys are putting in even more like learning how to code learning how to yeah. use these applications to actually generate stuff yeah absolutely yeah. i'm i'm going to say i'm going to say one more thing mm-hmm. um i mean i have massive respect for for companies doing these things like who hire artists and do all these kind of smart contracts that they, they, i have massive mm-hmm. respect for them but i also wanted to show to <clears throat> to people out there to artists out there that it is possible for an individual artist or independent artist to do this and that is one of the reasons why i really uh, you know I got I tried to do this so that I can teach other artists that guys yep. it's not that difficult and I must say my my collection is verified on Solsi which yes. is which is which is huge for an independent artist yes. uh, to have a verified collection in 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 a in a platform is is absolutely huge usually only collections which do extremely well or collections who have a you know a massive um corporate presence or a company backing them that's the one which which gets verified verified first so for an independent artist to get verified they probably saw something good in my art or what i don't know what's happening but whatever it is i'm i'm extremely thankful that um, they they liked it and they they verified it it's a huge honor to have a verified collection in any uh, any uh, of course blockchain. yeah that that's yeah i i remember you mentioning it and that that's like so cool to get verified like by one of yeah by the platforms that you are showcasing your art on i mean it's not easy yeah it, it would have been taken and as an individual seller as well and not only that yeah. but you've always been like from from the looks of it you've always been encouraging other artists to come and do their thing and like yeah oh yes yes and i see you not only encouraging in terms of like uh, in terms of creating i mean in, sorry in not only encouraging them in like in terms of like motivating them to put their artwork out there but you're also encouraging them by actually purchasing some of their art and oh, like giving yes, yes. and boosting up their confidence that way yeah i i, I can i mean i'm not saying this because i i'm i must say that uh, i'm not doing this because i want to become popular or anything not at all of second course. thing is the mm-hmm. second thing is i i i'm paying it forward like i said that's that particular tutorial space that i had where people just jumped in and kept buying and buying and buying so that yep. my pieces would don't get burnt i was yep. so touched i said I, sh- i should pay this forward and uh only on friday after after selling so many pieces and and supporting so many artists the first time i've taken anything for myself is last friday i bought an an ipad to upgrade my <laughs> existing 2017 2016 ipad that, uh, that i should invest in my art because i am doing a lot of art in this right. in this ipad so for the first time i took some money out of my crypto earnings because all the rest as soon as i make uh, uh some sales so they they last nash how is the sales i'm like i don't know because i already bought five other pieces <laughs> that i wanted to buy for such a long time as soon as i sold uh, yep. sold something i buy somebody else's pieces but this is the first time i've taken some money out for myself and it is absolutely so i don't know very liberating and <clears throat> and because i want to get out of my my day job and do this for a, for a, for a full career yep uh, now it gives a little bit of confidence for my family as well you know they like oh okay not bad 
it has actually created created money to uh, to help me buy a, 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 a iPad. An iPad is not it's not cheap. I mean, I bought the iPad Pro because I wanted to have the of, drawing of course, ability and all that. Yep. And I've been yeah, and I've been I've been eyeing this for a very 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 long time, and I I didn't I couldn't afford it back then. Of course, yeah. Uh, but yeah, now I could afford, and that's such a such an amazing feeling. That's that's mental. Oh, you bought two sixty nine. Oh my god! Thank you very much, mate. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You got notified that immediately. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I just yes, like, yes. The, yeah. the Solsi is a yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. The, the Solsi is a very good, uh, very good platform, and I'm, of course, I'm having Solsi open. And as I'm talking to you, I'm slowly minting tomorrow's collection um, nice, nice, because nice. it's fifty pieces. It takes a while for me to to put all the rarities in it and all that. So I, I was on Solsi and it, I got the notification that it got sold. Mate, yeah. I'm very, very, very humbled that you bought my piece. I'm very humbled. Thank you. Yeah, there's this few times in between where I was actually stuck and I was like not able to speak is like, okay, I was transferring some Solana into my Phantom and then actually I, swapping some of my other currency oh, for thank Solana you. and then so swapping that I'm mean, transferring to Phantom and then I didn't have an account on Solsi. It's, uh, yeah, I didn't know with Solsi you actually have to create and like an account with an email address and stuff so i was doing all of that like while an account yes yeah, yeah that's yeah. true yeah but yeah i got 269 now, I'm so very, yeah very very humble you need not have done it no 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 i i mean it, oh, that's it, great. it deserves like i have i i have collection i mean i have a small collection in on uh on the ethereum blockchain but uh yeah obviously i need to get into the other ones not only that but like it's like knowing like knowing you as the artist directly is one thing and the other thing is like knowing that the there's like a proper roadmap you know and like it's not just yeah it's not just a piece it's gonna be, there's some disturbance at your end sorry yeah but it's not just one piece sorry is it better now yeah 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 much better so yeah, it's not just okay. going to be like an JPEG. It's going to have a storyline. There's like going to be a comic strip, and yeah. and and there's going to be animations on the line, and and adding to the fact that I'm going to have a drop in the future, and then both those characters are going to be there in my comic strip. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's like endless reason. Like I sh yeah, I should have probably like bought one uh, a week ago or two weeks ago when I learned about all of this then. You're still an OG? You still get an airdrop straight away? Yeah, that's awesome. Can't wait. Yeah, and I can't wait. Like, yeah, obviously I want to, yeah, I mean, if there's, as I said, I just started in this space. Yeah, we, uh, like where I'm working at is like, you're going to be, we have a roadmap as a company as well of where we see ourselves going. And yeah, hopefully everything plays out as like how it's meant to play out, like what we have mm -hmm. in mind for it. And then, and we, yeah, I would love to like share this with some of my top researchers there and like, you know, to get it out to a broader base of power, like to a sure. broader audience. It'd be that's, nice, mate. Yeah. And that's how, like, I mean, I, I know, I know for a fact, like uh, how they conduct their research is like they... They want to see that like there's a real person or like if it's a team, there's a real team behind the project. You know, mm -hmm. there's many projects that come up and it's just like people don't give away their identity as such. Mm. So that mm -hmm. is one thing they look at. Uh, f that is one thing they look at that it's not just a random because I don't know if you're f aware of this, but there was another ape project. I th I think it was a, like some sort of ape yes, or a monkey yes. project. It is they, it did, last week they they all swindled the money and they left. Yeah, I know about it. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. 
basically because that's when people when the artist itself is not known or the com- or the creators are not known that's uh, that's a likelihood of happening uh-huh. yeah but like yeah now I obviously i obviously i know you as a person i'm speaking to you here and you're really active in the space it's not like you're going to like yeah just disappear for the sake of like creating no. you're obviously going to and you have things in mind you got your new ipad you can't wait to be seeing what you're going to be creating with all of it's, that <laughs> it's not come yet i'm hoping it's it will be delivered yet. by monday or tuesday i'm pretty sure you've gotten the pen with it as well cuz like yes <laughs> yes of course i've got the pen 100% yeah, yeah. i wanted to keep the pen yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yeah that's like it's funny how apple has has all these re- different revenue streams that they make uh, if i i remember seeing something like they are selling a cleaning cloth for $20. Yes, uh, $20. I saw that one too. Uh, it's like okay, Apple uh, if it's Apple you can you can you'll probably buy anything uh, anyway. But but I must say the iPad is is massive of and course. for 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 uh, you know mm-hmm. artists like me. Yep. Um we love doing work uh, on iPad. I've really gotten um, to love it quite a bit. Yep. Particularly Procreate. I remember I brought Procreate like ages ago when it came as a I think it was like a, a beta drop or something. I bought it like many many 5 6 7 years ago i brought procreate as a beta drop uh, when it was to sell it for pittance and after that i did not use it at all uh, i just did not have the time to do it i was like feeling really upset that i really couldn't do it every time i tried to go and learn i just didn't have the aptitude or the time to do it and then when lockdown came i was feeling very you know dull and depressed and I was like okay something i have to really do something to make my feel make myself feel better mm-hmm. and that's when i started doing art and that's when i started you know going back to procreate i must say i i i have i have again i i won't say it as a pat on my back but i i tried my level best to 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 convert a, a time of uh, mental strain into a time of productivity where i try to learn right. new things yes yeah that's awesome Yeah th- I mean even the lockdown for me has been helpful in the same way like you know so much of time i realized there's like so much of other time like you know other than yeah. like and like that just that isolation it made me uh, take my own creative path as well not in terms of uh, like as you said like uh, creativity is not just in terms of art like yeah, it could be in yeah. some other form and like yeah, yes, yeah it did have like a play. and so and also like it changed my focus uh, towards my like the way i look at health and the way i look at like you know yeah of how i'm managing my time and what yeah. i'm using my time for and that's why yeah. like i like really like look up to you in the way like have you how you've used your time and like how you've as as we are talking about it earlier like you've spoke about i mean where you've like said yeah i i need to learn how to code and i need to know how to do this and like you know it's yeah it takes a lot of effort yeah people would probably like pull the hair out of the skull and still not get it there's like and you still have to like watch like watch multiple videos read up stuff mm-hmm. there's yeah. so much of trial and error there's so much and and it's so much of trial and error and it's also like you're putting down real money to do all of this you're putting down your so much of time to do all of it that's yeah. true but yeah. but i must say i must also also add one more thing mm-hmm. because solana is so cool they have something called solana devnet okay uh, and so my my pieces right now are on the main net obviously of course uh, yeah. where people can pay actual money to buy mm-hmm. but if you are on the devnet the solana uh, dev developers themselves they will add drop soul into your wallet of course you can't use it outside you can't take it out yep. it is only devnet soul so that's how i learned how to do it i kept making mistakes 
but then that that soul is just airdrop for free you don't have to buy that soul at all of course okay. you can't buy you can't use use it anywhere outside the devnet mm-hmm. uh, so i use that free soul to test it to, to how to mint what are the mistakes that potential mistakes i can make and stuff like that whereas ethereum does not have that that is the cool part of solana okay um, interesting yeah we have the devnet yeah, dev and you can test it and and mint your smart contracts and it make your mistakes i did i did all of that before i came to this this level so That's there was awesome. lots and lots of research has gone in the background as well yep it's it was lots of fun but lots of work lots of and lots of trial and error and like yeah yes I, I loads and imagine. loads of trial and error yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. even awesome. because some people may may think you know people who are f- uh, slightly familiar with nfts and who have used open sea they're like oh soul sea sounds just like open sea so it must be the same but it's not yep in 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 open sea your pieces will be in open sea servers and they are not minted on the ethereum blockchain till somebody buys that piece you see right whereas on solana everything will go onto the blockchain straight away so if okay. you make a mistake that mistake is irre- irreversible in soul sea uh, sorry in open sea because your pieces are sitting in the open sea server even if you make a spelling mistake or if you make a problem with the with the num- number mm-hmm. of amount or something you can go back and change it Uh, whereas okay. in uh, in source you can't change anything so you be very very careful in minting these pieces yep and there's an advantage as well because as soon as you mint it that piece is on the on the blockchain so nobody can you know right click save your piece and then mint it separately in, in open sea you can do it because it's not on the blockchain okay uh, there's there's that small problem but okay open sea gives you a guarantee that it won't happen but there's always a small problem of somebody just right clicking and opening your uh, this one picture and and reminting it elsewhere Uh, because it is not on the blockchain you can't prove it that it is on the blockchain whereas in solana everything goes into the blockchain straight away including your collection's name and if you make a change on the collection it goes into the blockchain straight away and including all the trades because maybe down the line maybe down the line it is definitely not in the uh, not in the roadmap right now but I, when i did the research i i saw this all the trades are also on the blockchain so i could potentially if i learn how to do it take my solar nodes into the metaverse and make a mm. game inside the metaverse because of all course. of the traits are built in all course. the traits are, ba- are baked into this blockchain so let's maybe go. fingers crossed not now but i let's i have no idea how to do it yep let's see what traits you have there so you have a background you have a body your backpack visor mouth eyebrows and accessory so i have another friend who's living in the in amsterdam and okay. uh, he's working on some on some nft projects he's not disclosed much to me but yeah some of it like he has and i'm i'm not sure how much i'm allowed to speak about it but i'll just give you like a brief of what what they are looking at in terms of games mm-hmm. so so say for example like yours your character your like say like the 269 he has a backpack he has a visor on and mm-hmm. that's common for all but so it could probably be like i'm looking i'm actually looking at another one but say uh, there's like a purple backpack so in a current game like in in your universe this character is used in the game and mm-hmm. his backpack is it's exactly how everything as you designed it mm-hmm. and in the future like the, you'll be able to take this character and install him into another game and in the other game say all the biologist Mm-hmm. would become like say it's a totally different universe there so like i say it's say like it's it's gone from the futurist universe to a like a stone age universe mm. so so that so all the biologists would become uh hunters okay. and and all the engineers would become uh 
another kind of character that would fall Cu- into place there. Cu- right? Cultivation guys or ag- cultivation guys, agriculturist, yeah. and the workers yeah. would be something else. You know, like everyone would have mm. a different role, and then the their traits, their traits would come out differently as well. Like you know, like they could be like the ones with the dumb mouth could be like the aggressive kind of a. Yes, a- aggressive, mm. aggressive kind of hunters, and then someone with this could be, a, and the backpacks could be like changed into weapons and stuff like that. So like, yes, yeah, exactly. Like, Those are the things that I've also I haven't I haven't thought I haven't thought thought so much in detail. Yep. But I was thinking that this is something that you can do, mm-hmm. um, where it'll be different and it'll not be you know, yeah, uh, because the traits are all baked into the blockchain itself and not uh, just uh, sitting in the outside. Um, I can use them somehow. Yep, yep, and yeah, I can't wait to see like what yeah how this space is going to evolve. Yeah, like as like yeah as we know like this is just like the early stage that we are in, and yeah, it's just gonna yeah go from here. But uh, on the on the other note, I'm looking at uh, Project Doge on OpenSea, and I can mm-hmm. see a uh, Doge down under. Yes. Yeah. So that one doesn't have a background there, yeah. And no, I think you're not seeing the um, you're not seeing the uh, uh, masters, Doge masters. I so am. Looking- I'm under Doge masters, and yeah, and uh, this thing. But anyways, uh, the gas fees are pretty high now. How about you do? I heard you speak about a private sale. Can you do a private sale of this one for me? Oh yeah. Which one is uh, which one are you looking at? Either uh, the some Doge, of them have been sold out. Doge masters. Uh, so the yes, inside those masters. Those masters, the Doge down under. Okay, yeah. So I don't think this one's on sale. I think this one. Yeah, those masters. Those down under is already sold out. Already it's, sold it's out. Already sold. How about uh, the ah. Hippie Dog? Zero zero. Yeah, six. Hippie Doge. Yes, definitely. I, uh, yeah. Let's Which one get. is this? Uh, hippie Doge is. Yeah, I have Hippie Doge zero zero six. Yes, please. Okay. Once we are off off air, we'll uh, yeah. I'll I'll buy it privately of you. Oh, thank you, thank you. You're being very kind, brother. Thank you very much. You're yes. being very very kind. I'm hoping that more people get into this because this hippie dodge has got the, the augmented reality as well, and I'm hoping that you'll you'll tell me that that it has worked well or not because that makes uh, me feel really I, good. Yeah, I'm. I don't have any sort of like. I'm not sure how will I be able to like actually. Like, no, just on your phone. Just on my phone. Just on your phone. Absolutely, only on your phone. So so all you have to do is once you buy it, there will mm-hmm. be an unlockable content. Right, I can see. All that. you have to do, yeah, all you have to do is click on that un- unlockable content. And if you want to, if you if you're actually opening this page inside the website, then you can just click on the unlockable content, and there'll be a uh, there'll be a um, there'll be uh, this one for uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, Adobe uh, Aero uh, augmented reality. It's called augmented reality uh, link for Adobe Aero. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is click on that link, and it'll automatically ask you to download Adobe Aero from your. Are you using iPhone or uh, Android? Android. 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 Then you'll have to separately download Adobe Aero. It's a free app. It's available on. Multiple side-loading um, um, uh, uh, Play Stores, like yep. not not just not just the Play Store. You can sideload it out uh, from outside as well. Okay, uh, it's a free app as well. Uh, yep. through, even if the, even with the API code, you can do, you can actually uh, install that. And when you click on this link, it'll automatically open inside of Adobe Aero. It will it will download all the assets from the cloud. Okay, and then it'll ask you to click on a point in your floor to to define that point. Understood. And then when you click on that point, then you can, or if you don't want to do it, you can actually use an iPad. If you have an iPad, yep. it will work on the iPad straight away. The the, the, the Adobe Arrow is free on the uh, App Store. You okay. don't have to sideload it either. It's free on the App Store. And, nice. And or you could just or you could just airdrop this link to your uh, to your either your email ID or 
to Safari on iPad and yeah. it'll automatically open Adobe Aero and you can actually see the art and you can swing it around and you can go close, you can come back and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah, that would have been taken, that, that would have taken some work to do as well, right? Like It did, it did. It was lots of fun. Unfortunately, I had to use Adobe Aero as the framework. Yep. Eventually, fingers crossed, I'm learning, I, I'm learning how to make my own app so the app itself will have a way to display the awesome. uh, the art, uh, but that is going to take a long while. I'm still learning uh, the Xcode, and it's very yep. very very slow. I'm learning Swift actually. I'm actually learning uh, Apple's yep. programming language Swift, mm-hmm. but that is it's going to be a very slow process because I have to now learn about just now. I finished learning about smart contacts. If I go and learn everything, <laughs> then I'll, I'll get confused. Did uh, did you do you have like any coding experience or like this is all new? Not at all, zero, absolutely zero from wow. scratch. Amazing! Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as we you didn't want to discuss like something of your back, but like, what was your mm. background uh, like in terms of education? If if I was I was a science student, yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I had no uh, this one coding background or anything. Everything is just from scratch. They're learning. And coming back, you can still ignore to answer this. But does your day job like does it still uh, revolve around art, or is it something completely different? No, completely different, mate. It's it's not revolved around art, and that's why I want to give it up and get into art full time. That's awesome, yeah. So then you picked up art again, like you know, like uh, as you found out about NFTs, you like uh, maybe you were exactly. doing art on the side, like as a hobby. But then you can yes, you saw I've been doing absolutely. I've been doing art when even right back from school. Yep. Uh, um, from my, my school days and my undergraduate days, and I've been doing loads and loads of that. Uh, and and I'm a I'm an amateur musician myself. So one of my foundation pieces, if you go to foundation. Um, I do so. I, I have a very eclectic artist. So if you go to Foundation and search Aussie Cyber Guru, it's there. The Linktree it, has it's that link. Tree, yeah, I have your Linktree yeah. open. So yeah, yeah. So if you go to Aussie, if you go to my Foundation, uh, I have a very different kind of collection there. Those are animated Varli art, um, and the one which sold for uh, the Village Dancers. It has, even has audio. You can actually click on it and listen. Uh, for some to, reason, yeah. Okay, now it's opened up. It was showing as black. But yeah, I'll open it up. Oh, it yeah. starts off as black and then it, it, it comes yep, in. Yep. What about the harvest? That has audio as well? No, that doesn't have audio. The, oh, just okay. this one. That's um, so cool. Yeah. So that is, this This one's got, uh, this is actually animated Varli. But these are, these are hand animated frame by frame. So I had to draw Each 69 frame. frames. Yeah, oh, 69 okay. frames. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The harvest was uh, 18 or 17 frames or something like that. Yep. No, yep. no, no. No, no. Harvest was much less. Nine frames. Harvest was nine frames. Yep. This dancers because I had to uh, actually start visualizing the uh, dancers. So in my mind, I had already decided they have to come in, go out, and come back in again. So I had to actually start from frame uh, sixty nine and then work my way backwards because uh, because that's how I wanted to plan that uh, motion. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. So I had to start from sixty nine. So I had to work my way backwards. It was lots of fun. But it took like uh, I don't know, twenty one, the twenty seven days, thirty days, something like that. And if and you've done this all on iPad, on the iPad. The drawing is all completely on iPad, and then once I export it as a, a, a video, uh, music is mine as well, so I composed that music too. Uh, and then I had to combine it in a in a uh, in a video editing software, just some some yep, yep, ordinary understood. video editing software, understood. just to put it together. 
yeah. to bring the audio and the video together. That's all. Uh, it is very simple. And I was very clear that I was not going to use any of these modern techniques like stabilization and, and motion blur or anything. I wanted to keep the animation janky and, you know, very raw. And that is why I did not uh, add any extra stuff on top of it to stabilize the art and stuff like that. You That's can see that some cool. of the, 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 yeah, the circle is not... It's not 100% circle. It's like, soft, like, like a, slightly janky. like a gap and yes, yeah. a slight, slight little glitch there. That yep, is, yep. It, yeah, that's, it is because cool. it is hand drawn. Yeah. Yep. Uh, give me one minute. I just want to listen to this. Sure. Oh, that's awesome. Love the music. So you made the music yourself, yeah? Yes, and and it it all uses is, the traditional yep, traditional yep. Uh, uh, sounds that there is Chennai, there is Dolak, and all of that things right. that Bali artists will use. Right. So it is it is indigenous to that those regions, the Maharashtra region, isn't it? That's I was going to say Barley. I was going to say this. Yeah, this is like a yeah. I've seen lots of this art because I come from Bombay, as I was saying. That's true. That's exactly true. I forgot yeah. that. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, I must say that, uh, and and of course, uh, uh, I have static warli as well on Rarible. If you just go to Rarible and search I, I, a static warli, I did see it on OpenSea under your personal yes, collection. Yes, yeah, it is in OpenSea as well. Yep. Uh, and the most important thing with this warli is, uh, with every sale that I make, I donate uh, one third of it back to the warli artist through a foundation called Rag Foundation there in Delhi. Okay. Uh, R W H Rag Foundation, and I donate to them. I've already donated. Uh, 0.25 ETH to them, uh, 73,000 rupees. Yep. Uh, That's so awesome. if I sell more, I'm going to give away one third to, to the, because this is not my art. It is their art. I'm, I'm bringing it to the blockchain and I'm doing it in a way that I see fit, but, uh, I would love to give back to the artists. Uh, so again, like I said, I'm That's very so eclectic. Cool. I do PFPs. I do these kind of fine art stuff and I do uh, anything in between whenever I find a mood and then I do something. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, not to say, but yeah, I love art myself. Like I've been drawing. I, I'm obviously like not been making art off lately. I do. I love photography as well. Like I've been, I used to do that. I've put all of that to the side and like, like, yeah, I have a different focus now. But yeah, like, I think I need to jump back into the game. Not, not, not in the sense of like making money as such, but just for the fun of it. I did share one of my things that I'd created using a software. I'm sorry. Actually, yeah. It's, it looks like a mandala. It looks like a mandala. Yeah, it looks yeah, really cool. Yeah. So I was, I started making, yeah, I started doing a project, which I was, I, I think I, yeah, I named it as well as mandalas. I think a geometric mandalas. Yeah. That's what I was yeah, starting yeah. a collection on. But yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't like, I should start looking into it just for the, just to take my mind off other things that, you know, and create some art yeah it'd be fun definitely man. yeah definitely that's awesome but yeah but this is awesome and like as you can give back to the community like giving back to the wali community but going back to that music is that your voice in there no that is uh chronicle uh that is uh um uh let's say uh app called swar plugs i'm sure you know about uh some of these uh vsts they call or apps mm -hmm. so you can you can you can trigger keys on it and it'll it'll give you the corner code it's called oh, code. understood uh, understood yeah yeah that's so cool yeah yeah so yeah I, I i used modern techniques to produce this and sometimes i feel that i'm cheating a little bit because these artists do it with live you know everything like the shanai is usually live the dolak is live everything is live 
here I have used electronic means to, to reproduce it as, as closely as possible, but a lot of research has gone into it. Somebody was asking me, you know, why are they, what are the, the four corners, what are they doing there? And of course, you know, one, one, is, one guy is playing the dolak, one, one guy is playing the, uh, you know, right. uh, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then there's the wind instruments and all that. So that, like the trumpet instrument and the, yes. the dolaks. And the one the is the shenai. Yeah, they're all shenais. Yeah. Yes. And that is where the music also is shenai. Right, 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 right. And then the makas or the shakers, as we call it, they, they also have that. There are the, shakers, yes, I can see yeah, that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So, yeah. A little, little bit of research has gone into it. We didn't want to. There was, there's a tabla as well. So, the tabla is also there in the, uh, mm. the music. So Yep, I can see that now. Yeah, that's yes, awesome. Yeah. I, I love, uh, yeah, I love the, yeah, th- that's, th- that's the thing about the creative process. You can put so much in there and it's not going to be seen by the naked eye. Like as you were mm-hmm. talking about the Fibonacci spiral being in, like you know, in the yes. other art piece and like, mm-hmm. yeah. If you look at the art, if you look at the harvest as well, I mean, I don't want to take too much of your time. If you look at the harvest uh, as well, no. on the left, on the left, you can see that you know the there's these uh, these rats which are being going through that that uh, that uh, this one where they are putting the flames and then the rats are going through it. Can you see that? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so that. So that is one. And the birds will come and poop on one of the guys. So I wanted to have a little bit of comedy in my art as well. That's so uh, cool. That, yeah. yeah. I can see, yeah, I can like, if I like look into detail, I can see the yeah. chicken or uh, like the, yeah, it's, I think it's a chicken that's eating on some of the other. Oh, yes, chicken is eating on top. There's, there's, a, there's yeah. one which looks like a kangaroo, which is actually pooping there in the middle, just above the, right, just right, above right, the temple. Right. I, can, I can see that one, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah and the yeah. bird which is flying across will actually poop on the guy who's carrying the, the harvest. The, yeah, yeah harvest, that's yes. so cool. Yeah, the yeah. hay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so there's a little bit of fun in that, a little bit of comedy in that. And the other one is little dance and song. And, so each one is different. Uh, and what is that? And in the bottom of the piece, there's like a thing flickering there. In the that's center. the flame. That, that's the temple. In oh, the, that's, that's, that's the, flame. the flame. That's the flame. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. is the what yep. is it? Homer? Or what is it called? Uh, the the pyre. The the, the yep, understood. Yeah, the, the village pyre. Right, 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 right. Sorry, uh, no, the, the temple. The temple pyre. The temple pyre. Yep. Mm. And that's the temple. Okay, understood. That's yeah. so cool. It's not meant to be temple, temple. It there. Yeah, yeah, temple, just like place a of worship. Yeah, place, place of, worship. of worship. Like yeah, we, they're yeah. always gonna be like that thing, even though if it's yeah. like yeah. how, however ancient, there would be that. Yeah, and and you know that the Varli art, as you know from Bombay, they're all based on geometrical shapes of circles, triangles, and squares. Right. The circles are the celestial bodies, you know, moon, moon, and the sun. The triangles yeah. are the cones of the trees, and the and the squares are the land that they live in. And and that is the, that's what's reflected in their art as well. So that is basically those are the ch- shapes, yep. and and the shapes are there because of that reason. And yeah, and the like the I mean it's it it looks like a stick figure art, but there's so much of detail in it actually. Yes, in the Varli. Yes. If you look at each of the yeah each each of the person, there's so much of detail. I've seen Varli artists do this, you know, live. I'm like I was amazed. I was like, oh my god, there's so much work. I am drawing in multiple layers. If I make a mistake, I can just delete a layer. Delete a layer. They, yeah. Yeah. There, they can't do anything. It is set in stone. It's set in sand. Um, awesome. I was so amazed with the way the process. And uh, I'm sure you know this, but but they know they grind the rice to make the the, the ink. The white oh, I ink didn't know because, that. I didn't know that. Oh yes, yes. So they, they grind the rice and they uh, and they make the ink. Uh, and so I and they put some limestone in it. So I when I made that white paint as well, I just did not uh, choose any random white. 
I did not just go to the color palette and choose a white. I actually took photographs of ground rice. I took uh, photographs of limestone and I mixed them together and I created that white so that it looks unique and the, and the background as well. The textures mm-hmm. are supposed to be textures of the walls of the huts. Right. That's where they're drawn. Yep. So even then I took, you know, a lot of uh, sand, sorry, uh, uh, red sand pictures, combined them together to even get the texture and the paint color and all that. So a little bit of thought and and uh, and more importantly, a little bit of uh, what is it called? Uh, um, genuinely towards the art form has also gone into it so that, you know, I don't want to just sidestep everybody. I'm living on, I'm standing on top of of giants to create this yep. so to give that respect i i'm i'm just briefly looking at the description i think you should probably put in the i you've not mentioned about oh yeah red sand and limestone okay i can see yeah, yeah. it's there in the bottom yeah uh, yes. i was gonna say you yeah you have to put that in the, in the description yes yes i have put that as well yeah, so the yeah, red sand. yeah. that's awesome it's been lots of fun doing this. And, yeah, uh, thanks, Nash. I'm taking so much of your time, actually. Thanks for making all this time. It's like, what, two hours now? Yeah, I think yes. this is like, yeah, one of my longest podcasts now. I think I said this some weeks ago to uh, someone who I never met in person and we are doing a podcast. And like that, at that point, that was the longest one. And now this one is the longest one. Thanks. You broke down some of the NFT concepts like really well. Like some of like some of the crypto concepts. I did put it in the, initially in the in the talk, and then yeah, love to see all your work and best of luck, no, Nash. Yeah, thank talk you, soon. Thank you very much, mate. My the honor is mine. I am happy that I was able to talk to you, and most importantly, I was able to showcase my work through your podcast, which is huge for me. And you bought one my one of my pieces, and you want to buy one more, which is again. For, a, for an independent artist like me, it is like a godsend, I must say. Um, thank you very much for doing this. No, no, honestly. no. Awesome. Thanks, Nash. We'll talk soon. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'll probably text you may, uh, in a bit, about five minutes. And yeah, we'll take it from there for the yes, private sale. I, I'll, I'll take a quick break and get some yeah, water. And... Yeah, I need... Thanks, Nash. No worries. Talk thank soon. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Very nice talking to you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. See you in the next one.